Hi, this is Shah Hassan of the Next Level Mastermind, and you're tuned into Dream Chasers, interviews with the future. We were also able to leverage the speakers. We had an amazing speaker list that we really worked hard on, and those speakers kind of carried it through to the end as well, and were a lot of the reason why we were able to get the attendance that we did, which was over 1,800 people. You just got to go for it, and um, I think for others that are trying to do the same thing, that you'll, you'll be surprised uh, how many people will be willing to come on board and, and speak. And now, a word from our sponsor, Liberty Real Estate Fund. Liberty Real Estate Fund is creating the world's first single-tenant net lease security token fund by joining blockchain technology and 30 years of institutional real estate investment experience to deliver stable, diversified, tax-efficient returns combined with liquidity, security, and transparency. Michael Flight, co-founder of Liberty Real Estate Fund, or also known as LibertyFund.io, likes to quote Peter Thiel, look at what in your industry is inevitable but no one sees coming. The founders at LibertyFund.io asked the question, what if you could combine all the benefits of wealth creation, inflation protection, and cash flowing income of real estate with the liquidity and ease of worldwide use presented by Bitcoin? It became apparent that blockchain technology would disrupt, but also enhance the real estate investment world. So the guys at Liberty spent a few years in mucho dollars researching, designing, and building a superior investment strategy to get the best aspects of commercial real estate, which again include wealth generation, inflation protection, tax benefits, the ability to leverage your investment, tangible value, and cash flowing regular income with all of the benefits of blockchain, including security, transparency, cost efficiencies, worldwide distribution, liquidity, and immediate transfers. Don't miss the next big trend. You can get their new free real estate blockchain investing 2020 report at libertyfund.io. Yes, that's libertyfund.io. Folks, this is a quality report and it's free. Be sure to tell them that Adam at Dream Chasers sent you. Thank you. This is Dream Chasers, episode 129 with Kyle Mitchell and Gary Lipsky. Hey guys. Hi, Grandma. This is Adam Carswell, and welcome to Dream Chasers, interviews with the future. On Dream Chasers, we bring next level talent to the light. Thank you for tuning in. Now let's get straight to the interview. Hey guys, this is Adam Carswell, and today I am joined by Kyle Mitchell and Gary Lipsky. They are the co-founders of APT Capital Group and hosts of the Asset Management Summit. In a past life, Gary has done some amazing things, such as produce shows that have made it all the way to HBO. Joked with him before the call and said, you're a Hollywood, former Hollywood producer, right? And uh, Kyle also has a pretty cool background outside of real estate as well. Once upon a time, he was a professional golfer. So these guys have done some cool things in their lives leading up to where they're at now. We might get into that here a little bit at the beginning, both based out of Los Angeles. Again, we might dig into what parts of LA here throughout the interview, but really excited to have them here. I reached out to Kyle maybe maybe about, like I said, a month, a month and a half ago when they were doing their asset management summit, which was virtual. And I was like, hey, really want to get you on the show to just share with my listeners your key takeaways and experience of doing this because you know they really did it at a big level. One more time, we're going to get into it here today. Before that, um, flip it over here to Kyle and Gary. We'll start with Kyle. Thank you for coming on the show. And do you have any opening remarks for our listeners? Yeah, no, just happy to be here. We really appreciate you coming on. And we just want to add value to your listeners about you know how that summit went, some of the things we learned, and just some valuable information. So excited to be here. Awesome. And Gary, happy to have you here too. 
just like I said, yeah, definitely happy and known you for, for a while. So uh, it's an honor to be on your show. And I remember, um, so Kyle's been on Dream Chasers, Dream Chasers before, guys. You got to go dig through the archives. I know prob- it might have been before episode 50, I think. This is, uh, we're getting close to 130. I'm not sure exactly which number this one will be, uh, but cool to have him back as a repeat offender, as some people have once said. <laughs> and then uh, Gary, it was cool. Um, I remember when we first met, it was actually a best ever conference, which that conference, um, I'm looking back at it and I've talked to a lot of people. That was kind of like, we didn't realize that was going to be the last time that like we had what we had. Right. I don't know if, you know, we don't know the next time we're going to have a face-to-face conference, but I remember like standing outside of the resort or the the area, like just talking to you and Hunter. You remember that? <laughs> yeah. I'm freezing my butt off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So, uh, so yeah, again, feel, it feels like I've known these guys for, you know, years, but it's been a couple at least. And it's been really cool to just see, especially I remember when Kyle was first getting started with his podcast. And then again, since meeting Gary, and then now looking at what's taken place during COVID, these guys have just gone all out full pedal to the metal and getting their brand out there. Most importantly, I think educating the people in their circles, like sometimes that gets overlooked. Everyone's just focused on like closing deals, 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 raise capital, et cetera. I mean, these guys are putting the education first, which I think is really what pays off in the long run um, from what I can observe. So again, we're going to dive into that here today. Guys, any other, any other remarks before we hop into the next level chamber? Let's do it. I'm ready to go. All right, here we go. So the topic of today's discussion is virtual summit secrets. And yes, today we're going to dive into some of the key takeaways from what you could say is a real estate virtual summit. But this whole concept is really becoming um, a hot topic, I think, just in business in general. So, you know, regardless of what walk of life or what area of business you are currently uh, residing in. We're going to talk real estate today, but I think there's going to be a ton of key takeaways as far as, you know, structure, bringing on speakers, scheduling. I'm sure scheduling was just like so much fun for you guys, right? (laughs) You did a fantastic job with marketing. I think you guys started marketing like three or four, at least three or four months out, which I want to know, um, you know, how, how you kind of went through that planning process. And, you know, I'm a big marketing guy. So I think that's where, where we're going to start. Um, we'll start with uh, Gary. Tell us a little bit about the experience um, you guys went through from marketing. Because, again, I, I remember seeing like ads for the summit like six months out. And sometimes people don't market until like three weeks before their event. So you know, what was that like? Yeah, I mean, it's funny. So we did one other conference after after BEC. We went to IMN in, in Dallas and we had been talking about the the summit and you know, on the way back uh, on our flight, Kyle and I were going through our yearly plan and, and just going back and forth. And originally uh, we said, no, we're not going to do it because of COVID. And then we're like, screw it. We're all in, pedal to the metal. Let's do this. Let's seize this opportunity and go for it. So yeah, we just started reaching out to speakers and just, you know, we didn't do any ad spend to like the very end. And quite honestly, go looking back, we probably wouldn't do any ad spend. It was just all on social media. We had some some friends like you and others that were just posting for us as well because they, they were excited about what we were doing. And uh, we saw this as a great opportunity for us to continue to educate ourselves, you know, because you're, you're learning every day, no matter how many years you've been in the business, you, you still want to learn. And, and other people were wanted the same thing that we did, a forum, because there's so many programs out there that teach you how to get your first deal and then nothing after that. So mm. that that's where we saw an opportunity and um, it resonated with others. Yeah. And so one thing that I'm thinking about too, Kyle, uh, definitely want to get your take on this. 
I've been doing a lot of webinars lately and I've noticed for whatever reason, it almost doesn't matter on the timing. Once people realize that there's less than like four or three days left, that's when like everything just starts coming in. So I'm wondering if like, again, in those early, you know, say the first three or months or whatever of marketing, were you guys getting nervous? Were you, did you have any like moments where like, man, I don't know, like, is anyone, is anyone going to sign up? Cause I know it went well, but I just wanted to know if you had any moments of fear in uh, the, the marketing portion. Yeah, to be honest, I think when we first started marketing, we actually got a lot of volume as far as signups. I would say the first half of our signups came in those first couple of weeks of telling people. I think if it was just a regular real estate conference that was going to focus on general topics, then we probably wouldn't have seen the traffic that we did early. However, this is kind of an event that's the first of its kind and something that obviously people wanted. And so because of that, people signed up really early and often. And we actually lost some steam. We probably would not promote it four or five months in advance again, although we did get a lot of steam to begin with. But then there was that two months in between where signups were really slow because it's kind of like you lost a little bit of momentum, which is why a lot of people wait until three weeks so they can keep the momentum going through. I'd probably start advertising two months before and advertising organically mainly. But you know, we also we were also able to leverage the speakers. We had an amazing speaker list that we really worked hard on. And those speakers kind of carried it through to the end as well. And were a lot of the reason why we were able to get the attendance that we did, which was over 1800 people. Wow. Gary, with the with the speakers, because you guys did had some have some very high caliber speakers. Was that was that a challenging process? Like what I guess what's your best advice for someone who wants to go and do their own summit and they want, I mean, I think you guys had at least like 10 what I would consider pretty high profile names speaking. What's the best practice in getting someone high profile to come speak at your event? You know, we we just reached out and emailed people. You know, we had some some long shots and try to use our network to connect with uh, with those with those people as well but um we told them what we were doing and they were excited to jump on board i mean there were very few no's that we got based on travel or or something but you you just got to go for it and um i think for others that are trying to do the same thing that you'll you'll be surprised uh how many people will be willing to come on board and and speak yeah and now you guys i mean you've got one under your belt just like, I guess, getting that first deal under your belt. Now you kind of feel like, all right, we know what we're doing. I'm sure next year, whether it's virtual or, you know, face-to-face, it's going to be a blast and hopefully not as many growing pains. What would you say, this is more of a generic question, but I'll flip it back over to Kyle. What do you think was like a growing pain through this process? What was one thing that you you didn't expect? And you're like, oh man, good thing we're going through this now. So next year we don't have to do, to do this. Yeah, I mean, Gary and I always want to do things at a very high level. And so the amount of work that you had to put in up front to to get everything organized, you know, even like the ads, we were doing live videos, building out the landing pages, thinking about your target audience and how you want to communicate with them, and then getting everyone scheduled and on the same page and the links to certain things and how things are organized, right? So you want to make it as easy as possible for your audience to find you, to log in and to have all that. And so, you know, one of the growing pains was really working out Zoom and the links. At first, we had different links for every speaker because we didn't want people who didn't sign up to, to join it. But at the end, that would have made it very difficult for the attendees. And we didn't want to do that. So we just went to one 
constant link throughout the entire event. So just small things like that. But, you know, one thing that we didn't mention yet is we hired a coach just like you should Mm -hmm. do in real estate or any business. We actually hired a coach that has experience in this. And that was very valuable for us because we learned things that we just didn't know. And you just don't know what you don't know. Right. And so the reason I think we were able to have such a successful event was because we were set up on the front end by our coaching and learn the things before the actual event happened. Yeah, yeah, that's big. I'm happy you brought that up because it definitely sounds like something where if you weren't getting coached, you, I mean, who knows? So are you able to uh, to give a, a reference or a, a shout out to the coach or they, do they got to stay private for now? No, I, I mean, I don't, I don't mind. Um, you know, his name's Adam Flores. Um, I don't know what his website is, Gary. Do you know what it is? Yeah, we'll share our contact information. We'll, we'll get it. Yeah. Well, we're happy to connect people with them. Adam Flores. Yeah. Cause I mean, Hey, if there's like, again, if there's someone here looking to, to replicate what you guys just did, I think that could be, you know, that could be very valuable. So I want to know, flipping it back to Gary now, what was the inspiration behind doing it for, I believe it was a 14 day summit, right? It was 14. That's like insane. There's no conferences that are ever that long. There's, uh, you know, I haven't seen anything. So actually, as far as I know, you guys are the first of your kind to do that. And it could be could in the long run become a trend. So like where the heck did the 14 days come from? So we definitely wanted to be different in the marketplace. And we knew going to a, a virtual summit is, is hard, particularly when, when it's three days in a row, you know, eight hours, you know, after an hour and a half, two hours, you, you lose steam. So we're like, okay, what, how do we provide a ton of great content, but in easily digestible form? So we thought about, you know, spreading it out over two weeks so you can, you can get by the recordings that was available for only, you know, $97 and, and they're still available, you know, just a couple hours every single day so that it's just, it just makes it easier versus slammed. And then you don't remember anything. You don't implement everything. It just gives time for people. And, and we knew it was, it was going to be an insane amount of work. I remember texting Kyle after like three days and be like, Oh my God, we have 11 more days of this, you know? but uh, we're glad we did it for the next one in April. We, we actually shortened it to, to seven days. We condensed it a little bit, but, um, and then, and the coach suggested it too. Some, just something different to, to be a differentiator. And we went for it with, you know, with blinders on and we'll get a link to this in the show notes too, but what, um, you know, where can somebody go to access those recordings? Because I think, again, if you're looking to, if you're just looking to do your own summit, I, I think it would be worth the $97 investment just to see what these guys have done and save yourself a lot of time. Honestly, like again, doesn't matter what walk of business you could be in. I think you get a lot of value out of it. So where, where can our listeners go and, and check that link out? Yeah, it's uh, amsummit2020.com and uh, they can they can purchase uh, all the recordings. I think well over 30 because we had 30 speakers in the VIP sessions. Yeah, so wow. yeah. And how many, um, I'll go back over to Kyle now, how many speakers were normally speaking per day? How many hours, how many hours were you guys dedicating on a daily basis to it compared to the actual summit being open? That was like three questions, but. <laughs> yeah, so we had 20 or 30 speakers because on one we did have a $5 billion panel, basically two speaking slots per day for 14 days, one at noon and one at 3 p.m. Pacific. Um, and they had hour slots. And then from there, we also had a VIP session where the speakers would come back on. And if you purchased the VIP, you'd actually be able to go on and ask the uh, speakers any questions directly. So then that was at five o'clock. But, you know, 
throughout the day between 11 and 6 30 gary and i were basically full-on virtual summit because then we would do a live wrap-up on the facebook group after the vip at about 5 45 and then obviously we're sending out daily emails and prepping for the speakers and things like that so you need a little bit of time on the back end and on the and on the front end so you know basically it was am summit 2020 for 14 straight days uh which was you know good we learned so much from that event yeah. And I guess I'm, I'm going to challenge you guys from a humble standpoint a little bit here, but I mean, you just went and did this. And I, from my point of view, went from, you know, guys who were already doing big things to now like authorities within the industry who have their niche on lock, going to keep doing this. What is, I mean, what does it feel? Do you feel like you've just moved on to the next level? Like what's that feel, feeling like? I'll start with Gary, but I want to hear both of you guys. I mean, it feels good. It's funny. You know, I've had some friends say, Oh, you're killing it. And at the end of the day, you know, Kyle and I want to do more deals. You know, we we're sharing education, but at the end of the day, we're we're operators and um, want to do good things. You know, and so that that's just the bottom line. You know, focusing on on what we need to to do every day and and share. You know, our best practices. Kyle, did you evolve? I know that it was a huge success, but we're always people that want to keep pushing and, and move forward. You know, we've got a book coming out in um, the first or second quarter of next year. It's in publishing now. Uh, focus on the same topic. I think we just want to continue to provide good quality content and value for people. And so we're just looking forward to the next summit, which is in April, you know, doubling down and, and providing even more content than we did before. And so we just want to continue to improve. So we know we did it a successful event and we're excited about where we are, but, you know, we have some pretty lofty five-year goals and we're just continuing to focus, focus on that. Um, it's good to hear the feedback for sure, but we always kind of want to improve and get better. And what, what would be your advice for anyone else out there who, I mean, you guys have kind of come together and, and made this, you know, really cool partnership, Gary, Kyle, you know, what, what's your advice for all the other Gary's and Kyle's out there that have yet to come together and start working together? What have you guys found success? Cause obviously, you know, eventually like we're not going to get along and eventually you're going to have like the best day ever. So what, what's your advice for people working in a team of two to continue to grow in the same direction? Uh, we'll start with Gary. You know, well, first we we started dating for a while. You know, we met at a, at a meetup, and we've we've closed two deals previously, and under our separate uh, company names. And then over time, you know, we, we realized we had the same work ethic, values, uh, commitment to our investors, the way we underwrite deals, and so, you know, spending all that time, then we decided to to merge companies. You know, I, I would recommend someone don't rush into something. Really get to know someone and. I mean, yeah, there's days that we don't, you know, we have differencing, uh, difference of opinions and, you know, we're all, we're after the same thing and it's a lot of hard work and, you know, there's, there's ups and there's downs and you've got to be able to keep pushing through and keep driving. Cause like, like Kyle said, we have very big ambitions, you know, you've got to, you got to keep grinding day in and day out. Yeah. For me, I mean, Gary always referenced the book rocket fuel. Is that the name of the book, Gary? And um, he always said, hey, how are we going to add rocket fuel to our business? And essentially merging our companies did that for us because we would have never done the summit if we didn't merge companies. We were having a lot of branding issues because he had his branding, I had my branding. So as soon as we did that, it, it, we were aligned and boom, we have the summit, we've got the book coming out, our mastermind group. So things started to fall in together and so kind of give us rocket fuel. As far as future growth, Gary and I are, are of the mind that we need to add people to our team to continue to grow mm -hmm. or else we're not gonna be able to focus on the right thing. So we just added an executive assistant actually just a few weeks ago, which is extremely 
extremely exciting. So we've got our first full-time um, employee on our team. And so that's going to allow Gary and I to focus on the right things in the business versus kind of a lot of the small day-to-day items that someone else should be really taking on. Yeah, it's amazing how far bringing on a team member to do certain tasks that you guys have been doing, like just how quickly it can add rocket fuel <laughs> to what you're doing. Recently went went through that with a VA that, or excuse me, an intern that we just brought on. That's breaking news, actually. We haven't said this until now. We have an intern here at Dream Chasers, Aaron Eiler. Shout out to you, man. Excited to see how you do uh, doing the show notes for this episode. <laughs> so anyways, uh, going to wrap it up here soon, guys. But I want to know if there's anyone that you would like to be listening to this interview right now, like your avatar, who's the ideal person that you would like to hear this interview and how can they potentially, you know, connect and work with you? Like what, what do you guys need to get your business to the next level? Nope. Sorry. We'll start with Gary. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, uh, you know, a seasoned investor that knows a multifamily that is, um, you know, wants to align with a, uh, with a, a sponsor, with a GP team that you know knows how to run a deal correctly and wants to keep coming back and relies on them. You know, we're looking for long-term relationships with our investors. It's not like, hey, give me your money and that's it. We it's it's a partnership and we honor that partnership. And so yeah, we're looking for people that want to be in three, four deals a year with us. And 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 what's great so far has been our investors have kept coming back and, and every time Hey, I, I love what you guys are doing. I love your communication. This is my friend. He really he wants to invest. Can you talk to them and and bring and they bring other people each time we do a new deal. So that's the type of person we're looking for. And that's, you know, it's it's really cool to see how that grows organically. Yeah, from an educational standpoint, from that side of uh, the business, you know, we're looking for people that have been in the business probably for three to six years, have done one or two deals, maybe even four or five, and want to know how to get better on the asset management side and learn how to actually run a business, hold people accountable, implement systems to continue to drive NOI. We are a focus group on just driving NOI and doing those small things right. So if you want to be in a part of a group of like-minded people that are really focused on that and educate education on that. Um, I think, you know, that's, that's who we're looking for. Like Gary said in the beginning, there's all this education on how to get started, how to do your first deal, how to raise capital, not a lot of information on actually how to run the business, which is essentially what is going to be the moneymaker at the end of the day. If you don't know how to run and manage a business, then it's more likely to fail than not. And so that's what we're very passionate about teaching other people and helping other people educate themselves on and get better on. And a lot of those educational resources you guys are putting out can be found on your website? Yep, aptcapitalgroup.com or also Gary mentioned AM Summit 2020. You can also go to AM Summit 2021 that we have up right now that is going to be for the next event. And this is a completely free event. You know, we're just trying to educate people on that. We do have a, a very inexpensive VIP, but if you just want to simply attend the event, it's completely free. Absolutely. Yeah, guys, I highly recommend it's April. So just go ahead, go to the website, register for it, throw it in your calendar and just, you know, just go observe. There's a lot to learn, whether you, again, whether you're in asset management or looking to do your own virtual summit, you can really learn a lot from what these guys are doing. So just couldn't endorse it any more than we already have, but all right, we're closing it out here, guys. And I know I mentioned this to you on our call before this, I'm going to need you to give a shout out to someone you've never given a shout out to before. We'll switch it up this time. We'll start with Kyle and, and close with Gary. So, Kyle. Oh, man, you're putting, you're putting me on the spot. <laughs> Let's see. I'm just going to throw out a Tim Ferriss. You know, I, I, I think a lot of the stuff that we did for the summit, we utilize some of his, his tools that he does. 
um, with basically interviewing other people to get a lot of the content and then building it up from there. And that's what we did for our book as well. So random, but Tim Ferriss is my shout out. I'll give a shout out to my my parents, and I, I you know, I've never done it on a on a podcast or anything, but they they've always been so supportive. I mean, even emails that we send out now, uh, my dad's always like, "Oh, I love what you're doing. I love this about it." Uh, you know, the text on the summit. You know, he's always giving me like positive feedback, and it's you know, I'm a I'm a grown man, but it's still you know, it's, it's cool that no. Even as, you know, when I was growing up, whatever I, crazy idea I had, they're like, okay, go for it. You know, we're, we're supportive. I love that. Wasn't expecting that. Shout out to, the, to Mr. and Mrs. Lipsky, right? <laughs> cool. All right. Well, we are ready to close it out, guys. I know we already shared some, some links and some sources for um, our listeners to go to. But if you could give, um, and actually you guys know my buddy Adam Adams. I stole this from him on his show. He always asks for one way, one single best way for anyone listening to follow up and get in touch because sometimes it can be confusing when you give like five different ways. So uh, now we'll go back. We'll start with Gary. What's the one single best way for anyone listening today to follow up and get in touch with you? Yeah, connect with me on Facebook. This way we could, you know, build a relationship. We can, you know, messenger and set up a call. Yeah, just don't be you know, like a friend, you know, connection. Let's let's have a conversation and, and, and build a, a relationship. Nice. Kyle, how about you? Yeah, you can schedule a call with me on our website, aptcapitalgroup.com. And uh, that's the best place to find us. It's got all the information on what we do. Love it. Well, guys, thank you so much for coming and joining us here today. I can't wait to get this uh, interview out to the people. It was a lot of fun. Thanks for sharing your, your secrets and lessons learned from the Asset Management Summit. I almost said virtual, but hopefully one day it'll just be right back to regular. <laughs> um, any closing remarks? Appreciate you having us on, Adam. Hopefully this helps your audience and we're happy to answer any other questions if they, if they come up afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having us on. I love, I love seeing your growth as well. It's, uh, it's, it's cool. Thank you, Gary. All right, guys. Well, thank you for tuning in to Dream Chasers, interviews with the future. We will catch you in the next episode. Remember, in all you think, say, and do, take it to the next level. Thank you so much for investing your time with us here today. Quick call to action. If you enjoyed today's show, please be sure to share, subscribe, or leave us a rating. It really helps a ton with the SEO and visibility of the show. Thank you guys once again, and remember, take it to the next level.